live. Good to see everybody. I hope everybody is doing good and be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. I kind of pulled the rug out from underneath my staff right before the podcast, and I wanted to put together a little summation of the Democratic Party. Play it for me, Will. law to rebuild America, the American Rescue Plan to bring our economy back, and so much more. But the extreme MAGA Republicans want to take it all back. You know, they're talking about cutting Social Security and Medicare. And you just had to see this one. I got this off of Jenna Ellis on, on Twitter. This is for real, by the way. This is called the butt baby, a prosthetic baby that can be inserted deep into a... <laughs> <laughs> even, even I everyone thinks I'm a really serious person I'm really not into the loving <laughs> into the loving embrace of the rectum <laughs> where, where a trans woman can experience and so the, the miracle of childbirth comes in, comes in appropriately white and brown. Jeez. Actually, this can't be serious. This can't. And the punishment of God. Oh, my gosh. It's obviously not what I thought it was, but it's not serious. But a brilliant, brilliant post by somebody. But anyway, here's somebody actually catching a glimpse of the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party convention. Play it for me. There you go. So I just wanted to start that off tonight. I just had to do it to celebrate the butt baby post. All right, so we'll get serious now. Mia Cothel tweet, 41-year-old. Now, this is the section of the show that I've entitled The Violent Left. Now, as always, what you hear from this podcast every time is that the Democratic Party when they call you a racist, it's because they are racist. When they call you a murderer because you don't wear a mask, it's because they are murderers, 41.2 million babies a year, butchered in the womb worldwide. Whenever they call you violent extremists, it's because they're the violent extremists. They are. I mean, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, where is the violent right-wing extremism? And, you know, people are like, probably, nobody ever says any of this, but Tom, you talk about this all the time. This is what's in the news. This is what they're using to control you. They put a narrative inside of the DOJ that says the number one threat to America is domestic domestic terrorism, namely white supremacist terrorism. Then we have to talk about it, and it should even be talked about from the pulpits because it's a bold-faced lie. When you have the President of the United States, 
when you have Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, Christopher Wray, the Director of the FBI, all stating that the greatest existential threat to an American citizen is white supremacist terrorism, then it must be addressed and it should be addressed by those who have donned their black robes and are preaching from pulpits. And Christians should be talking about it because it's not just redemption of sin. We are also supposed to be talking about outright sin. Yes, redemption, but yes, also exposing. Everyone practicing the light does, I mean, everyone, everyone practicing evil does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. So we need to shine the light upon them. They're not going to come to the light. So we put the light on them. That's what we do. Jesus himself said in, in John chapter 8, verse 12, if you follow me, you know, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So we are supposed to be shining light on all these things. Who are the truly violent people? I don't want any violence. I don't want anybody to die at the border. They do. There's been more deaths at the border this year than all other years, period. At our southern border, more deaths. They want people to die. 41.2 million uh, abortions. I was about to say murders per year, which is correct. That's how God sees it. Therefore, that's what it is. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. The people who want people to die, the people of violence, are the left. Therefore, they project it onto you. When has this ever happened on the right? I mean, we have Charlottesville. I know that. But that is, by the way, that was, that was a white supremacist. But by the way, that's not the right. Skinheads and white supremacists are all socialists. That's their governmental structure. Hitler himself was a socialist. Hitler was a leftist. Leftist just like the Clintons. Leftist just like the Bidens. Leftist just like the Obamas. Just like the Schumers. Just like the Pelosi's. Just like the Newsom's. Just like the Trudeau's. They're all leftists. The people who are truly violent. The only violence, speaking of Trudeau, the only violence that went on during the Freedom Convoy was Trudeau's reaction to peaceful protests. The truckers were never violent. The truckers never had, you know, you, you, you heard the, the endless assertions of violence that never happened, just like well, the endless assertions of, the one, of what happened on 1-6, where five police officers were killed. To this day, Biden said it. And recently, just recently, I have the video, if I get to it tonight, well, I will get to it tonight because it's in this segment of a congressman stating it on Capitol Hill that, that pl a police officers bludgeoned to death. Those are all just bold-faced lies to project onto you that which they are. The, pe the only people that are murdering anybody on a systemic level is the left. And by the way, there is no murder on the right, right side. If there is any white supremacist terrorism, understand that white supremacists are leftists. Ku Klux Klan, skinheads, Nazis, neo-Nazis, they're all leftists. It made me so it's all just bold-faced lies. And here's the thing. I just lay this out there. If you're a leftist and you're watching right now and you're thinking, well, I know that I'm a bold-faced liar and I lie all the time to usher forward this agenda because the ends justifies the means. Well, if, if lies is what it takes for you to usher in your agenda, then understand that your agenda isn't worth anything. If you have to lie to usher in your agenda, that means your agenda is garbage. All right, let's go to the first one. Mia Cothel tweet, 41-year-old suspected killer. 41-year-old 41 suspected. He's really not suspected because he's already confessed to it, just so you know. 41-year-old suspected killer, Shannon Brandt, who admitted to hitting 18-year-old Kyler Ellingson, 
or Kaylor Ellingson, with his car over the teen's conservative views, was released yesterday on $50,000 bond. He was released. That means he had to front about five dollars to $10,000. He's out, if that. Brandt has been charged with vehicular homicide in leaving the scene of a deadly accident. I'll leave this up for me. Well, now here's the thing I want to address. I was a cop myself, 1992 to 2017, 25 years straight. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, you want to check my bona fides. Who, why, was, why is he being charged with vehicular homicide? Vehicular homicide is when you get in a car crash and kill somebody. He targeted this young man and purposely ran him over. The young man had no car. I believe he was in an alleyway. And Shannon Brandt, who has already confessed and said, yes, I killed him for his political views. He targeted him in his car. Why is it vehicular homicide? It's flat out first degree murder. You see the state of affairs that we are in right now in this country? You see the state of affairs? You see where we are? Hey, Aaron, if you can't, just do a little research for me. Find out. I can't remember what state this took place in. I might know the attorney general. I might not. But you just see the state of affairs that we are in right now. Just flash it for me whenever you get a, whenever you get a chance. He should be charged with first-degree murder. He's already confessed to it. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. Now, here's just a comparative analysis of where we are in our judicial system in this country. Kyle Rittenhouse, obvious video, video proof. And I'm not going to go relitigate that whole situation with, oh yeah, of course. going back real quick to the, stay where you are, Will. I'm just referring back to the old, that was in the killing of, of Kyler Ellingson occurred in North Dakota, North Dakota under a liberal Democratic Party governor. Of course, that's not Christy Nome. that's South Dakota. This idiot is North Dakota. Notable, I mean, just an, a notorious Joe Biden bootlicker and butt kisser is the governor of North Dakota. But this is the state of the fair, state of affairs of our judicial system in this country right now. Kyle Rittenhouse, absolute proof. There's, it's unequivocal, the proof of Kyle Rittenhouse's self-defense. Yeah, it was. At, I mean, you watch the video. People hitting him over the with the bat in the back of the neck with a skateboard. That guy gets shot. Another guy approaches him with a nine millimeter drawn and pointed at him. That guy gets shot. Another guy grabs a hold of the wrong end of an AR-15, trying to take it away. That's Rosenbaum from Rittenhouse. That guy gets killed. Now Kyle Rittenhouse with video proof, video proof that he was that he was acting in self-defense. His defense was self-defense. No confession, turned himself in, just like the killer beneath him. But it was absolute self-defense on video, was charged with with three counts of first-degree murder. The idiot beneath him admits to murdering a teen. Remember all the Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist? Kyle Rittenhouse executed Democrat uh, protesters? All of that, all bold-faced lies. Kyle Rittenhouse never said a word about their politics. They attacked him. All the the video is is there's 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 no it's it's irrefutable. They're chasing him down the road. He's trying to get away. He's tackled to the ground. I mean, it's just it's just irrefutable proof that it was self defense. This guy here admits, you know what? And 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 Rittenhouse never said anything about anybody's politics. But this guy says, you know what? Yeah, I ran the kid over because he was a conservative. That he had extreme political views, which, by the way, was licensed by Joe Biden's red speech, his blood red Nazi speech, where Joe Biden calls all of us extremists, basically domestic terrorists. He's unleashed the FBI to create a terror watch list 
of moms and dads speaking at school board meetings. This is how this starts. But it, put it back. Well, I need, I need to get, I need to read off. There we go. And now on the bottom, the guy admits that he's dead, admits what he did, admits that he killed this kid for his political views. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse has to post $2 million worth of bail, which I believe you have to come up with 10%. So you had to come up with at least two, 200,000. So this guy, uh, down, the guy beneath Brennan, Brandon, whatever, uh, Shannon Brandt, he gets, 50, he gets released, $50,000. So he had to come up with like five grand or less from a bail bondsman, and he's out already. And if he was charged appropriately, he wouldn't even be able to get out. He should be charged with first-degree murder, not vehicular homicide. Vehicular homicide is if you run a stoplight in a reckless fashion and T-bone somebody and kill them. That's vehicular homicide. That, uh, there's no intent involved there. The intent is simply to break a traffic law, not to kill somebody. <clears throat> First degree murder, he intentionally ran Ellingson over. So I, you just see the nonsensical nature of our, of our criminal justice system right now. This is, and, 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 and namely, of course, in Democratic Party states. Democratic Party states, controlled by Democratic Party governors, controlled by Democratic Party mayors, controlled by Soros bought and paid for district attorneys and state attorneys. This is the state that we are in right now. This, it, this is radical times. You may be required to move. You may need to move. I can tell you, I would have no financial interest. I would have no bis, business interest in any blue state. Any. Because they will find a crime to charge you with, like Letitia James is trying to do with Trump. They will try to find, they will do anything that they can. That's all the DOJ. With all that we have right now, we have the most dangerous southern border on the planet. The highest, the highest amount of people ever on the terror watch list were actually were, were noted by the CBP, the, of, of, were caught by the C, CBP crossing the southern border. And all the FBI has to do is to go raid Mar-a-Lago. That's all the, and, and, and to create a terror watch list for moms and dads speaking at school board meetings. That's all the FBI has to do. And we in the church need to talk about it because it's all based in dishonesty. It's all based in uh, po- politics. It's all based in, in political bias and treachery. We need to talk about it out loud. Here's an interesting one. Again, the, the purpose of this segment is who is violent? Is the left violent? Or is the right violent? The left says the right's violent. We on the right, we call the left violent, but we, we don't really attach violence to everybody on the left. Well, the left attaches violence to everybody on the right. So actually, uh, a, a Benny Johnson video, and it's breaking. I'm giving a speech about memes. He's doing a speech on memes. That's all that he's doing at the University of Iowa. And look who, attack, look, look who attacks the projector. Play it for me. <laughs> Who's committing the violent acts? Show me a right winger that does it. I'll play it. I promise you. Show me a right winger that does anything like that. I'll play it. I will keep my word. There isn't any. I would play it. There isn't any. So here we have who's violent. RNC research video, Democrat, Michigan representative, of course, one of the squad, Rashida Tlaib, says the quiet part out loud. Listen for it. 
about today's Democratic Party. You cannot claim to hold progressive views and back Israel's apartheid government. She calls Israel's government apartheid. Never says a word about the apartheid governments in Iran, the apartheid governments in Saudi Arabia, the apartheid governments in Lebanon, in Syria, in Egypt. Not a word about any of those apart, real apartheid governments. You know, it's always funny how all these leftist women are pro-Islam. They don't say a word about Islam. They, they, they talk about American white men oppressing women. How are, we, how are we even remotely close to the oppression of women that's found in the, Islam, in, in, in the Islamic religion and in the Islamic states? How are we even close to any of that? We're not close to it all. But she has the gall to call, call Israel an apartheid state. Play it for me, Will. I want you all to know that among progressives, it has become clear that you cannot claim to hold progressive values, yet back Israel's apartheid government. And we will continue to push back and not accept this idea that you are progressive, progressive except for Philistine any longer. Now, just make this clear. I have hated Israel's response to COVID, Israel's response to vaccines. But just so you know, some of the best studies and the most transparency about COVID actually comes out of Israel. They're not, they're not banning the release of information like Canada, like the United States, CDC, like England now has done. They're not banning the hospitalization and death rates of vaccinated people. That, that data is no longer being released from the CDC, from Canada, from England. From Australia, that's all been so. I wonder what I wonder if there could be nefarious motives behind that. Why would you not want to release data about how many people are dying post vaccination? Why or how many people are hospitalized with COVID post post vaccination? Why would you not want to release that data? But Israel does so. But I've hated Israel's response. But just to make it clear, I stand with Israel. Deuteronomy eleven twelve, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. That is not Old Testament. That is not New Testament. I mean, it's in the Old Testament, but that's for forever. I stand with Israel. I mean, and by the way, it's not just a Christian thing. It's a logical thing. First of all, they're the only democracy in the area. And then look at the countries that you'd have to stand with to stand against Israel. You're going to stand with Lebanon. You're going to stand with Syria. You're going to stand with Jordan. You're going to stand with Egypt. You're going to stand with Saudi Arabia. You're going to stand with Iran. Absolutely. You're going to stand with Turkey. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Or the new, the new Islamic state of Afghanistan, the Arab immigrants of Afghanistan that Joe Biden made the 26th largest army on the planet overnight by leaving $86 billion of our military equipment there? You're going to stand with them? No. I stand with Israel. You know why? Because God tells me to, so I'm going to. It's as simple as that. Who, who are the racists? Well, here's Sonny, here's Sonny Hostin proving who are the racists. Play it for me, Will. I'd love to see Nikki Haley. I'd love to see Liz Cheney. I'd love to see and Nikki Chris Haley, the chameleon. But I just want to be careful about critiquing yeah, her there, for going by the name she's There are some of by. us that can be chameleons and decide not to embrace our ethnicity so that we can pass. Sonny, so I don't that think that's don't fair. You go by a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the former U.N. ambassador was quick to correct the host's comments, tweeting, it's racist of you to judge my name. Nikki is an Indian name and is on my birth certificate, and I'm proud of that. Joe Concha joins us now. And Joe, you heard one of the other uh, view calls. 
So there you go. That just shows you they're the ones who are truly racist. I don't, I don't know how, I mean, I, I, they must not realize their racism. And, or maybe they just believe that they're immune to, raci- raci- to, to being called racist because they project that onto everybody else. But they, they always expose their racism. Just like Joe Biden and his various comments about Barack Obama, about convenience store clerks. They're, they're the racist. Sonny Hostin saying that she's denying her race by not, by, by not using her true name, which, by the way, it's just all bold-faced lies. I'm no Nikki Haley fan, but Nikki Haley uses her name that's on her birth certificate. So they show you who's violent, and they show you who really are the racists. So the racist threat then that the that Christopher Ray talks about, Joe Biden talks about, Merrick Garland talks about, so the, the uh, domestic terrorist racist threat that's inside the United States must be coming from the left because I don't hear any racist comments coming from the right. I don't hear any right-wingers talking like Sonny Austin was just talking. I don't hear any of that ever. Do you? Send me the videos. I'll play them. I will. I'll play them. And I'll, because I will present both sides and then we can come up with who's right and who's wrong. Here's an Eric Trump video. And this is all, this is my Letitia James section of the show. Not a political witch hunt, question mark. What a joke, Letitia James. Letitia James has just launched a civil lawsuit and she's been doing this for years against Donald Trump. A civil lawsuit based on what? And what is and what is a state attorney general who is the chief law enforcement officer, so she should be dealing in criminality. Why is she launching a civil lawsuit against a president who hasn't been in office for 19 months? Play for me, Will. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. This illegitimate president. I look forward to going into the office of attorney general every day, suing him and then going home. The attorney general is supposed to be stopping crime, not suing residents of the state of Florida. Former presidents called Donald Trump. You seen the crime rate? The murder rate in New York City is up 25%. The violent crime rate is up 40%. And the state attorneys general is launching a civil lawsuit against a man who used to be president 19 months ago. This is the state of the union. This is the state of the union. And by the way, my producer Aaron found this for me. Sonny Hostin, who claimed that Nikki Haley is not using her proper Indian-based heritage name, what Sonny Hostin is that Son- is Sonny Hostin's name Sonny? Absolutely not. Her name is a is Asuncion Cummings. Asuncion Cummings. So she doesn't use Asuncion and she doesn't use Cummings. She uses Sonny for Asuncion and Hostin for Cummings. So even if Nikki's name, her hair, her her Native American name included the name Nikki in it. Let's say that it did because it's got it's got some sort of connection to that. Sonny's doing the exact same thing. You see how it is? This is what the this, this is what the Bible talks about with judgment. You therefore have no excuse. You pass judgment on someone else for for whatever point you judge the other. You are condemning yourself because you pass judgment do the same things. Sonny Austin is doing the exact same thing as Nikki Haley, and then accusing her, accusing Nikki Haley of racism and Sonny's doing the same thing. So what does that make Sonny? That's who these people are. And they're the ones who put, told you to put masks on. 
They're the ones who told you to lock down. They're the ones who told you to take a vaccination. Trump war room, war room video, quote from unbiased, quote unquote, Letitia James. Play it for me, Will. I'm sure that all the rape victims in New York is rapists through the roof in New York, the state and the city. I'm sure they're all very comforted by the state attorney general, by the way, bought and paid for as always by who audience George Soros bought and paid for Letitia James to hold that office. We all know that absolutely true. Same as Krasner in Philadelphia, same as Gascon in Los Angeles, same as Fox in Chicago, same as Gardner in St. Louis and about 70 others in key demographic areas, of course, bought and paid for by George Soros. But I'm sure all the rape victims, mugging victims, armed robbery victims, the family of murder victims are all very comforted by the fact that Letitia James gets behind a podium and screams out that Donald Trump is crazy and that she's going to get him. I'm sure that they're all very comforted by that. I'm sure they all feel very vindicated and justified over that, right? It's who these people are. All right, breaking 9-11 video. This one here, I could actually spend the entire show on. I won't because this is actually the epitome of the Democratic Party. Listen to the false assertions. Breaking 9-11 video. Representative Bishop, did you say a police officer was bludgeoned to death by the crowd on the, uh, at the J6 Fort riots? Play for me. I, mean, I wasn't listening. We were conversing a bit. But did I hear, and I think, did you say that that a police officer was bludgeoned to death by the crowd at the January 6th riots? I said a police officer was bludgeoned to death. I did not say at the hands of whom, Mr. Bishop. Who are you referring to, if you don't mind saying? And get that information for you in a few minutes. Well, I, I just want to make sure because are, 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 are you denying that Capitol Police that at least one Capitol Police officer was was murdered in the in the midst of what happened on January sixth? Yeah, I think I am denying. I mean, here's what I, I understood that there were reports early on that that Sicknick was struck with a fire extinguisher, and that subsequently was debunked as false. He died of natural causes that were not connected to the event. Are we talking about the same person, Sicknick, or are we talking about somebody else? Seriously, I mean, that's, that's, it's a genuine question because yeah, the, no, the medical I, examiner, the U.S. Capitol Police put out a report agreeing with the medical examiner finding the U.S. CP officer Brian Sicknick died Mr. of natural Bishop, well, Just a, a, in a, an initial thought, and, and I know um, that Mr. Roy, you two are an attorney. Uh, Mr. Bishop speaks often about how brilliant of an attorney he is. Uh, you know, we're talking about but for causation of Officer Sicknick's death, and so I, I would hope that you would at least concede at a minimum that Mr. Sicknick died as a result of what happened on January 6th. And, and I'm disappointed if you would suggest otherwise, sir. Well, I, 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 was he, I mean, look, I, I don't think that's correct either, but just was he bludgeoned to death? Is that because I think Ms. Demings was even looking at, we were sotto voce between me and her saying he was. I'm, I'm sincere as, as I can be. My understanding is that that was debunked, and, and Mr. Roy just read the medical examiner's information. Do, do you guys contend that he was bludgeoned to death? I, I contend that 138 Capitol and D.C. police officers were injured, 
and that multiple Capitol Police officers died well, as a, a direct just, result of what happened on January 6th. And I hope that you... It's your time. Under, you don't have to answer. I, 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 hope, I, hope, I hope you can, you can see how one would question the sincerity of, of, of such a minute point in the midst of the gravity of everything else. Would the gentleman yield? Yeah. Would the gentlelady yield? Now, let's break this down because this really is a living embodiment and uh, an epitome of the Democratic Party. So you have Congressman Bishop ask, did you just ask Representative Mondale, Mondaire Jones? Bishop asks Representative Mondaire, Mondaire Jones, I wrote it down here. Did you say a police officer, a Capitol Police officer was bludgeoned to death on the 1-6 riot? The answer from Mondaire Jones is, I said a police officer was bludgeoned to death. I did not say at the hands of who. How, is that, how does that answer the question at all? That is pure political uh, language salad. That is, that is pure politic speak. He was, he was point blank asked by Bishop. Did you say an officer was bludgeoned to death on 1-6? And the answer is, I said a police officer was bludgeoned, but I didn't say by whom. He didn't ask you by whom. He asked you, did you say a police officer was bludgeoned to death? Yes or no? The answer, of course, should have said yes. And then, of course, Bishop says, are you talking about Officer Sicknick? Officer Sicknick, who was found to have died of a stroke, of whom it was falsely asserted was struck over the head by a fire extinguisher by 1-6 protesters? And was later debunked by the coroner? Is that who you're talking about? And the guy goes, well, uh, Mondaire, jo- Mondaire Jones says, well, I don't have that person's name, but I can get it for you. What kind of answers are these? There's absolutely no answers to any of it. Because he's bold-faced lying. It's being videotaped, and he's caught in a bold-faced lie. See, when Biden is up there saying the exact same thing, that five police officers were killed on 1-6, which he says over and over and over again in public. He can't be questioned because it's a public speech and there's nobody to question him. When Mondaire Jones says it at a congressional hearing, it's open mic. Anybody can question him. So Bishop questions him along with Chip Roy and is simply asking, are you talking about Sicknick? And he will never actually answer the question. Here's another part. Notice that he immediately changes the subject, too. He goes, so are you talking about Officer Signet? And, the, and then Mondale Jones changes the subject with a comment like this. Are you, this is a quote. Are you denying that at least one Capitol officer was killed on 1-6? Of which, now here's my problem with Republicans. Because I have a lot of respect for Bishop, Representative Bishop. I do. He does a lot of good things. But what should he have answered right there? It's just like when you have the Christian on Larry King or the Christian that's on the view, and you are asked point blank, are you for or against homosexual marriage? Is homosexuality a sin? I am against homosexual marriage because homosexuality is a sin. Yes, homosexuality is a sin. That's what you do. So when Mondaire Jones says, are you denying? See, this all comes back to masks. It all comes back to vaccinations. Are you denying that these things Uh, do some good yes i am denying that these things do any good whatsoever that's what you do but most christians strap on a mask so that they don't they don't cause uh, ripples in the water they don't want they don't want to cause anybody any offense they don't want to they don't want to deal with the consequences of the truth so they abide in the lie 
So when Bishop is asked by Mondaire Jones, are you denying that one, that even one Capitol police officer was, was killed on 160? She just said, yes, I am absolutely denying it because no, not one Capitol police officer was killed on 160. Yes, some were injured, but none were killed and none of them were injured critically. That's the facts. And just so everybody knows where I stand on 160, I think a lot of people did a lot of stupid things on 160. I think that the FBI was involved. I believe that the FBI instigated it on purpose so that they could launch a narrative of control onto the United States and launch investigations into white supremacist terrorisms under uh, terrorism under the auspices of the threat of 1-6. Yes. And I also believe that there was a lot of dopey people there who are right-wingers that did dopey things. There's, there's video footage of people striking police officers. When it got violent, you should have left. Now, here's the thing. For most of the people that are in the D.C. Metro jail right now, most of them are charged with misdemeanors and have been sitting in jail coming up on two years. That never happens, so it's a political persecution. The sentences that are coming down, when you, have, when you, have, when you compare, you look at precedent of sentences, the sentences that are coming down for the crimes that are stipulated are way higher than normal. So it's a political persecution. So I look at everything case by case, and overall, how it's been handled, 1-6 has been handled, it's been a political persecution. But there were right-wingers that did incredibly stupid, galactically stupid things. I don't know who was breaking down doors, smashing windows. Could have been John L. Sullivan from Antifa. We saw Ray Epps whispering in the ear of the, of the, of the young man who eventually did batter law enforcement officers and, and knocking down the barriers into law enforcement, actually knocked them into the, knocked one law enforcement officer into the stairs. So those sort of things, I don't support that at all, but overall it's been a political persecution. But when you're asked point blank, are you saying, Congressman Bishop, they, are you denying that even one Capitol Hill police officer was killed on that? You say, yes, I'm absolutely denying it. Well, how else did it go? So Bishop says, do you contend that Sicknick was bludgeoned to death? Jones, I contend, his answer, Jones is, I contend that 188, 138 officers were injured and died. And some died. None died. Well, how's that answer? First of all, I ask you point blank, do you contend that Sicknick was bludgeoned to death? Answer the question, Mondaire Jones. He won't because he's lying. He's obfuscating. He's propagating and he's gaslighting and he's called out on it. This is what has to happen all the time. Most Republicans won't call, call uh, Democrats out on their 1-6 lies because they'll be accused of supporting 1-6, which brings me to my closing narrative with this. This is the state of, the, of affairs, both in the swamp on Capitol Hill and in the DOJ in our judicial system, in our criminal justice system, this is the state of affairs where we're at right now, where you cannot ask questions. You cannot ask questions. If, if, if the assertion is huge enough, where they've all labeled, labeled 1-6 as an insurrection, right? A sedition, an insurrection. So they have a huge assertion. But if it's a huge assertion, you can't ask questions because if you ask questions, then you'll be accused of supporting the, 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 the assert, you'll be accused of, of supporting that which they assert, a major crime. It's just like if you, if you, it, it, it's, it, you know, Kavanaugh was a perfect example of this. Kavanaugh, yet Christine Blasey Ford, making an accusation against him, which was bought and paid for by the Democratic Party via 
GoFundMe. She got 600 grand for doing it. For flying from, from California to D.C. to testify, 600 grand. And even Kavanaugh, and he's, he can be really gutless sometimes. We all know that. But even Kavanaugh would not say to her. He would, he would always say things like, I know something happened with this woman. Because it goes back to, if it's a huge enough assertion, you're not allowed to question it because then they'll say that you are in favor of that which they're asserting. So if you say that, you know what, it didn't happen, Christine Blasey Ford. Oh, you know what? You don't support women. You support rapists and sexual abusers. No, I'm saying that this specific assertion, this specific accusation did not occur. But even Brett Kavanaugh would say, listen, I didn't do it. Obviously, she's been victimized. Victimized by who? She doesn't have a date, doesn't have a time, doesn't have an address, doesn't have a year, doesn't have any supporting, cooperating evidence, has no witnesses. Every witness witness she named bailed out on her. But that's the game they play. They make it such a huge assertion that if you dare speak out against it, you are in favor of that which they're asserting. You're in favor of insurrection. You're in favor of sedition. You're in favor of sexual assault. You're not allowed to say anything because of the size of the assertion. They need These congressmen and women need to speak clearly. Bishop did a decent job. He did. At least he didn't let it just roll through. But when he's asked point blank, are you asserting that no Capitol Hill police officers were killed on that day? Yes, that's what I'm asserting. Are you asserting, Tom, that masks do absolutely nothing? Yes, that's what I'm asserting. Are you saying that vaccines do way more harm than good? As a matter of fact, are you asserting that vaccines do nothing but harm? Yes, that's what I'm asserting. Are you asserting that lockdowns do absolutely nothing to stop a a viral infection? That's exactly what I'm saying. Which is a good segue to my next section here. ZN2 video, we're talking about vaccines. This is called The Fall. I'm just setting up my my narrative here on vaccines. Tell me when we've ever seen videos like this before. Play it for me, Will. Eh bien, aujourd'hui, je n'arrive plus à marcher. J'ai mal partout. Ma colonne vertébrale me brûle en permanence. Et de ne céder à aucune panique. Mais cette période nous aura beaucoup appris. Beaucoup de certitudes, de convictions sont balayées, seront remises en cause. Et les médecins ont ont diagnostiqué une maladie cousine de Guillain-Barré qui serait liée au vaccin. Ça, c'est les médecins qui vous l'ont dit Écrit noir sur blanc euh, sur le papier. Mais retenons cela. Le jour d'après, quand nous aurons gagné, nous sommes en guerre. Ce ne sera pas un retour au jour d'avant. Nous avons une arme qui est le vaccin. C'est l'histoire d'un homme qui tombe d'un immeuble de 50 étages. Je tremble des fois, mes jambes bougent toutes seules. Le mec, au fur et à mesure de sa chute, il se répète sans cesse pour se rassurer. Jusqu'ici, tout va bien. Jusqu'ici, tout va bien. Jusqu'ici, tout va bien. Mais l'important, c'est pas la chute, c'est l'atterrissage. So when did this all start to happen? It started to happen in 2021 with the rollout of the vaccines. It's as clear as day. There's hundreds of those videos. And the truth is, every one of them is vaccinated. Of course, some of them are wearing masks, so they can't even get the proper amount of oxygen in their body while they can't get the amount of blood that they need to go to various parts of their body. Ethical skeptic graphs here, I just wanted to show you really quick. 
This is, if you look at where it says 25,300, and if you look at the date there, we're looking at late 2021, 25,000, this is in the United States, 25 malignant neoplasms, in other words, tumors. We've had an increase, and Dr. Ryan Cole, in a video that I showed on Tuesday, says the exact same thing. 25,300 extra cancer, not patients, extra cancer deaths go to the next one for me well now here if you look at the arrow right there to your basically to your middle far right 372,000 extra anomalous deaths and look at the date 2021 just wait and look at the graph as the graphs go up if you look at the orange line that's normal that's the normal amount of deaths basically from 2016 to 2019 that's the normal deaths and look at the differences now look at the deaths very interesting you have that one peak which i don't believe by the way in 2020 if you look to your far middle left 2020 you have that little peak there and that's the uh the epicenter the epicenter of the virus right the alpha variant of the virus now look at where we are in 2022 look at it you look straight up from 2022 look where we are in comparison why, is, why are way more people dying now than when the plague was, was at its worst, when, when the plague was at its most virulent, at its most dangerous? Why are more people dying now? Two reasons. Number one, more people, of course, you've heard me, and just to make this clear to everybody, I don't believe the numbers. I'm using their numbers. Under Donald J. Trump, 330,000 Americans Died of COVID, according to CDC definitions of dying of COVID. Under Joe Biden, now close to 900,000 Americans have died of COVID. Strange, isn't it? And, and Joe Biden never had a month in office when the vaccines weren't available. Basically, by the, by the end of 2021, 200, mil, 200 million, million Americans were vaccinated out of 300 million. And 100 million of those 100 of those 200 million are now boosted, but yet there's three times the amount of people dying when everybody's vaccinated because they do not have the ability to fight off anything, including cancer. By the way, you know your immune system is what fights off cancer, and now cancers are through the roof. It's not me saying it; it's Dr. Ryan Cole saying it, Robert W. Malone saying it, Charles Hoff saying it. Simone Gold saying it, Peter McAuliffe saying it, world-renowned physicians until they told the truth and lost all their credibility by the COVID cavers. The people who allegedly issue credibility, I guess you had, had it, who have to, of course, support the narrative or they might lose their jobs, turn their backs on the people that are telling the truth. But these are, this is real. This is from the ethical skeptic, follow him or her, whoever it is, on Twitter, these are the real numbers. They are indisputable. They are irrefutable, just like DMED data. Irrefutable data. Let's go to the next one. Rosie Tower 7 telethon, uh, telethon video. My fellow purebloods, never forget this. Now, I've, I've been throwing these in because what happens over time is assimilation. Over time, everybody gets used to empty store shelves. I never will. I don't, I've never gotten used to people masking. To this day... If I see somebody masking, I'm irritated with them. Seriously. I actually, you know, you're not going to, some of you won't like, you think this isn't Christian. I'm not going to act out of, out of any of this. I actually don't like them. I mean, you're ridiculous. You're a stupid human being if you're masking to protect yourself from COVID. 
You're, you are. You're an ignorant, stupid human being. But what happens over time is everybody gets assimilated. Well, you know, they don't have nails at Home Depot on Thursdays, but they have them on Mondays. And everybody gets, remember when they used to have them seven days a week? Well, you know, we have to wait now. You know, my wife now, we live in, in Chicago, but we have to travel you know, out of state somewhere. We have to travel to Cincinnati to get baby formula. You know, it's just the way that it is now. You can never be assimilated. You can never forget. You need to never forget the COVID totalitarianism that was spouted because you see, they're all retracting it now. They're all starting to pull back. The Leanna Wens who said that if you weren't vaccinated, it's just like a DUI where you have the right to drive you know, but you're not allowed to drive if you're a DUI. That's the same thing if is as if you're as as if you're unvaccinated. That you have rights, but not if you're unvaccinated. The people who said things like this, the all the the people who said, you know, it's your right. You life needs to be made very difficult if you're unvaccinated. We need to never forget these things because they're the same people. They've walked it back now perched and ready for their next opportunity to launch totalitarianism again, which is what they're doing with the climate. So here it is. My fellow purebloods never forget. Play it for me. You've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. People who are incubators for every variant to come walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. About this, in a world of threats and tyrants and terror, you know what our biggest enemy is in America? Our fellow Americans. They are the ones that are propagating this outbreak. Being frustrated that there is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict mm. the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're, that's, I mean, 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, you know, it's my rights. and Okay, <laughs> but I don't care. The pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. Freedom not to follow the facts, even if your freedom kills people? What kind of freedom is that? What kind of freedom do they really want? We have a pandemic because of the unvaccinated, and they're sowing enormous confusion. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, are overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. Shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system? They're the ones in the ERs. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. So you can't forget that. You're like, well, some people would say, you know, they're not, they're not claiming a pandemic of the unvaccinated anymore. First of all, they can't. There's absolutely no evidence of it. 
They can't break out any numbers. But look at, look at the lies. I just wrote down three. Overwhelming the system. That never happened. And if the system has ever, has ever been overwhelmed, it's overwhelmed now. There's more COVID deaths since Joe Biden's vaccination rollout. I know that Trump did it, but he's the one who wants to claim credit for it. So Joe Biden's roll, vaccination rollout. Australia has more COVID deaths now than they've ever had before in 2020. I've, I've said this numerous times, but in, from, from January to May of 2022, Australia has had, which is 96% vaccinated, Australia has had more COVID deaths in 2022, in those months in 2022, than 2020 and 2021 combined. So if there's any pandemic of a vaccination status, it's a pandemic of the vaccinated, not only of COVID, because they have they do not have the ability to even fight off Omicron. Omicron, which is nothing more than a runny nose and a scratchy throat, they do not have the ability to fight that off. So they are the ones that are actually clogging up the system, they're doing it, not you and I. So the overwhelming system argument, absolutely debunked, causing it, that we're causing it. You had Don Lemon on there, as Tucker calls him, Don Lemon, saying that we're walking around killing people. It's been proven, it was proven early on, that the, both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated transmit the virus on equal terms, if not the vaccinated, and the more studies say the vaccinated actually transmit more of the virus than the unvaccinated because they've been filled full of the virus. They carry it in their nasopharynx to the tune of 250 times more than the unvaccinated. So these are just all lies. You're like, why why regurgitate the past? Because they're going to do it again. And they need to be held accountable. Who has come out? Has Leanna Wen ever retracted? Has Biden ever retracted his statements that it's going to be a winter of death? In sickness? Has he ever retracted it? Has Jen Psaki ever retracted that she said that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated? Has Jen Psaki or Joe Biden ever retracted that they said that the healthcare system was being overwhelmed by the unvaccinated with no data, no corroborating evidence, no evidence of that whatsoever, no statistical data, no videos? Where, where are the videos of all the unvaccinated people clogging the ERs in the medical system? There was none ever you've heard me tell this numerous times but i actually sent a friend of mine around to videotape er's during the delta outbreak you know i can't remember the verbiage that they used the outbreak you know but during the delta outbreak surge delta surge so i sent my friend around to video er's in this area from port charlotte which is just south of here all the way to tampa all the ERs were empty, and I myself went to the most local hospital near my house, and there wasn't one person during the Delta surge. Nothing. They're both face liars. They're going to come back and do it again, just so you know. Here's Christian Turi's one of the. Make sure you follow him. He's a Romanian MEP for the European Union. He grills Moderna and Pfizer officials to their faces. Right there at the European Union. This is the kind of people. These are the Jim Jordans of the world, the Ron Johnsons, the Rand Pauls of the world, the Chip Roys of the world. This is, these are the legitimate right-wingers. Watch this video. Play for me, Will. Answer from Emma, which is showing for every vaccine the kind of tests that were done. So in the case of, in the case of Moderna, for example, 
You provided data showing that you tested these vaccines since 2017, 2018, 2019. So how were you able to test these vaccines? Back then, when we found out about this virus in December of 2019. Second question, the contracts. You mentioned here that there are some secrets or some confidential information in these contracts that should protect your interests. Now the question that I address to you, what about the interests of us and the interests of the European citizens? Because this is how some of the pages from the contract between Moderna and the European Commission is showing. So I'm asking you, do you think this is fair to all of us? To talk about these vaccines, to talk about boosters, to talk about medical products, when we don't know the clauses of these contracts. So the direct question to you, Mr. Bancel, is when are you going to fully publish the contracts that you had both with the European Commission and with the member states of the European Union. Another question, the issue of liabilities. You were asked by our colleague here about the liabilities and you avoided to answer this question. So my question to you is, why are you pushing the liabilities on the states and on the people who receive these vaccines and might have, and I say might have, adverse effects while you get all the profits? Nevertheless, the, the bivalent boosters, this is the last question. Yeah, but you, already... you just stated here that these boosters were requested by the U.S. government who also approved the boosters without trials on humans. So I'm asking you, do you think this is fair? Do you think we can go and ask the European citizens to be vaccinated with some medical products that were not properly tested or not at all tested in humans? Thank you. Mr. Teres, next time... I'll deduct 40 seconds from your speaking time. This is an important issue. With all due respect, it is, it's an important it issue, and the reason why they are here is to answer questions. Yes. And I see that they are all avoiding answering concrete questions from my colleagues. Yeah, but it's also respectful for well, your colleagues. Well, they have to be... You know, disrespect, forget it. First of all, he wasn't disrespectful. He's simply asking the questions. It's not a prof profanity-laden tirade. He's simply asking Moderna and Pfizer questions. And why is it that all of the reports coming from Pfizer, coming from Moderna, coming from Anthony Fauci, these are all allegedly, if you got Fauci with the NIH and the NIAID, why are all of his communications redacted? Why is Pfizer's communications redacted? Why are Moderna's communications redacted? And of course, the big question to ask anybody is why would you ever take a vaccine from anybody who redacts the information about the development of the vaccine? Why would you ever take a vaccine from a company who wants to keep confidential its development of that very vaccine for 75 years? Why would you ever take that vaccine? It's amazing to me that people will line up and take a vaccine from a company who wants to keep its, developmental, its development confidential for 75 years. You have the FDA using government taxpayer dollars to sue on Pfizer's behalf to keep its developmental data of its COVID-19 clot shot confidential for 75 years. And then the Christians all line up to take that vaccine from the people who don't want you to know how they developed it. You know why they didn't want you to know? Because 40-44% of the pregnant women in the study miscarried and they had 1,200 deaths and they stopped having a control group once they got their EUA. Once they got their EUA, they vaccinated their control group. So there's nothing to compare vaxxed against unvaxxed. 
There's no group to say this happened to the vaccinated, this happened to the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated are the control group. They believe that they're getting the vaccine, but they're actually not. And you measure the results. Who died of COVID? Who died of aneurysms? Who died of whatever? But as soon as Pfizer got their EUA, they vaccinated their control group and ended the study. It's not even legal. And you're supposed to, according to FDA standards, if you have one death of a human being during its clinical trial on human beings, you shut down the clinical trial. They had 1,200 deaths. But it was such an emergency. And again, you see, that's just a bold-faced lie. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever speak their language. Uh, we, we can do this safely. It's always been safe. It's a safe virus. It's 99.9% survivable. Yes, it kills people. So does, the, so does the cold. So does the flu. So does the pneumonia every year. But we, if you dared treat a 99.9% survivable virus as anything but a 99.9% unsurvivable virus, you are, it goes back to my original point. You aren't, it's a huge assertion. And if you dare say anything against the huge assertion, then you are in favor of that which they're asserting. So if you actually say COVID is very survivable, then you're in favor of people dying of COVID. No, it's an absolute fact. It's very survivable. The average age of death of COVID in the United States is 79. The average lifespan in America is 77. That's all facts. 82% of all COVID hospitalizations are people who are obese. Facts. Absolute facts. So what's really happening? Let's, let's continue on. Now I've been documenting these day in and day out now for, for, for two years. Dr. James E. Olson tweet, Congress, Congress senior leader, and Telen Gana Jana. What I can't get her name down. Dead of a reported massive heart attack in her sleep at age 59 year 59 years. 59 years old. Found unconscious by maid on the floor beside her bed. That's very unusual when you have national congressional leaders actually found dead. It should be national news. It's not national news anymore at all. It's just like it's just like the report that I put out on Tuesday about athletes that are dying. We've gone from basically an average, very basic arithmetic here we've gone on average basically from this was done this was a study that was done 1966 to 2004 in those years and basically those 40 years for ease of conversation it's 38 years we're just called 40 because it's easier to say in those 40 years we averaged 28 athlete deaths per year we are now averaging over 500 and that's a conservative figure we are now averaging 500 athlete deaths per year since when starting in 2021 all right chuck cholesterol tweet breaking report 39 year old anoka minnesota police officer eric grobner dies suddenly in his home very strange that never happens never had this happen before they're like athletes have died yes athletes have died before 28 per year now we're up to 500 per year go to the next slide for me will pick usa share of covid deaths at age 65 Look at the top, look at the top right-hand corner, elderly account for a record high, 89% of reported COVID deaths currently, despite 100, technically, statistically speaking, 100% vaccination uh, rate in this group. So they are accounting elderly still to this day. Now look at over to the left. We'll go from left to right first. Elderly share of COVID deaths. Now look at the, look at the dates. That is in October of 2020. So we're about, 
six months into the six months into the epicenter of the pandemic, elderly account at that time, elderly share of COVID deaths began declining in October of 2020. Began declining at the epicenter of. Remember that this mainly the virus mainly kills the obese and the elderly, right? So they know that looking at graphs can be boring, but this is absolute. Now notice what the source is. Top, look at the top source. CDC COVID data tracker. This is CDC. This is Rochelle Walensky, who is a Goebbels propagandist, but even she can't hide the statistical data. So back in October of 2020, right there with that arrow on your far left, months before anyone had been vaccinated, trend is in no way coordinated to vaccination trend. They're saying that sarcastically. Elderly share of COVID deaths back in the epicenter of the, of, of the virus, of the alpha variant of the virus began declining and it continued to decline. Look at that decline all the way through. Strangely weird, just weird. Declined all the way to October of 2021. So for a year, the elderly death rate from COVID-19 went precipitously down. Strange. And then lo and behold, what happened in October of 2021? Basically, by that time, the entire elderly population had been vaccinated. And now by this date right here, we're looking at August of 2020. Basically, basically right now is the final bit of that blue line. Now it's gone strange up. So by, by the time October 21st, by, by the time of October 2021 hit, basically all the elderly people were vaccinated. Basically, it's 100% vaccination rate because they all bought into the narrative. I know there's some watching that are that are 65 or above and you're not vaccinated. I'm saying statistically speaking, love all of you that are not vaccinated. I love that. However, so if you look in, in October of 2021, strange thing happens. It doesn't just go up a little. It goes up from 60% to close to 90%. So basically, it was down to between 50, about 58% of COVID deaths before the vaccinations. Before the vaccinations, 58% of the COVID deaths were amongst the elderly, 65 or above. Now they're 90% and everybody's vaxxed and boosted because starting in October of 2021, everybody had been vaxxed by that point in the elderly community, basically, statistically speaking. And now we're at September 2022 and everybody's been four times vaccinated and the death rate, the percentage of COVID deaths represented in the demographic of 65 and above is now 90%. It's gone up from 65%, from 58% to 90% post-vaccination. And what's Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, the World Health Organization, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, Prince Charles, now King Charles. What are they all telling you to do? What, what's what's the what's the uh, retirement group? The, no, I'm thinking of the name, the retirement organization. Can't remember. AARP. AARP. What are they telling you to do? Go get vaccinated. This does this tell you to go get vaccinated? There was way less deaths of 65 and above before the vaccination. They only represented about 58% of the population that were dying of, 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 of the population that were dying of COVID. Now it's 90% after, after their first and second dose, after the third, and now after their fourth. It's all a lie. It's all bull-faced lies. Go to the next one for me, Will. Breaking 9-11 tweet. Aaron, get ready. 
We need our music. This we must do because Senator Tammy Baldwin has now given her oath to the globalist left. She's now sick with the very disease that she's been vaccinated against. But even in the midst of that, she's been vaxxed once. She's been vaxxed twice. She's been vaxxed a third time. She's been vaxxed a fourth time. And Senator Tammy Baldwin, Democrat out of Wisconsin, test positive for COVID-19. But now she does her oath, her oath of allegiance. That's a mask, by the way. That's her oath of allegiance. Thankfully, I am vaccinated and boosted and only experiencing minor symptoms of the disease of which I'm vaccinated against. And I will quarantine, see her oath of allegiance, her pledge of allegiance to the globalist, leftist, COVID uh, theology. It is the theology. This is her oath of allegiance to it. I will quarantine while I continue to work remotely. That is the leftist oath of allegiance to the globalist leftist COVID agenda. That's what you do when you're a leftist. Speaking of leftist global agendas, let's go here. Connecticut becomes, we're switching to climate now. Connecticut becomes the first, becomes one of the first states. I thought it was actually the first, but I misread it. Connecticut becomes one of the first states to require teaching climate change by law. So you have to actually lie in the classroom in Connecticut by law. You will lie or you're committing a crime, at least a civil crime, in Connecticut. Go to the next one for me. I love this video. This is from Rodney Howard Brown from his news update. It's a rumble video, but it's from Rodney Howard Brown's news update. I just clipped it right off of his, from his broadcast. This is just fantastic. I, this is just basically a commentary about Greta Thunberg and the globalist leftist climate narrative. Play it for me. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? To all the school kids going on strike for climate change, you're the first generation who've required air conditioning in every classroom. You want TV in every room, and your classes are all computerized. You spend all day and night on electronic devices. More than ever, you don't walk or ride bikes to school, but you arrive in caravans of private cars that choke suburban roads and worsen rush hour traffic. You're the biggest consumers of manufactured goods ever, and update perfectly good, expensive luxury items to stay trendy. Your entertainment comes from electric devices. Furthermore, the people driving your protests are the same people who insist on actually inflating the population growth through immigration, which increases the need for energy, manufacturing and transport. The more people we have, the more forest and bushland we clear. The more of the environment that's destroyed. How about this? Tell your teachers to switch off the aircon, walk or ride to school, switch off your devices and read a book, make a sandwich instead of buying manufactured fast food. No, 
None of this will happen because, the piece says, you're selfish, badly educated, virtue-signalling little turds inspired by the adults around you who crave a feeling of having a noble cause while they indulge themselves in Western luxury, an unprecedented quality of life. Wake up, grow up and shut up. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> there you go. So basically, the people who want you most restricted in your CO2 emissions are the ones who are using the most CO2. And we see that exemplified throughout the globe with John Kerry, Leonardo DiCaprio, Ju Justin Trudeau flying jet setting all over the globe in their private jets. They could all fly commercial if they wanted to. You can get your security detail on a commercial flight. Can all fly commercials wait you like you'd have to buy up a bunch of seats for your commercial for your for your security detail well yeah well what does a private jet cost 30 grand per flight minimum 30 grand up 30 grand back something like some 20 to 30 grand per flight that's how it is so you can afford it so they they could they could fly a commercial so the people who are making the most arduous climate demands on you are the ones who are actually using the most CO2 are actually emitting the biggest carbon footprint. But see, there's actually a plan behind it all. This is a James Melville video. It's not just about, you know, these people are stupid. Yes, they're stupid. And there's people who aren't really aware of the cabal that espouse climate, uh, that, you know, climate change theology. They're not really part of the cabal. They're just too stupid to actually go and do the research that debunks all of their beliefs because if they debunk all their beliefs, then they don't have a cause, which is the, the it's all the same spirit. It's like, I always tell you, it's all the same spirit, the same demonic spirits, uh, spirits behind the co the, the COVID tyranny are the same demonic spirits behind the climate tyranny. And they're going to switch back and forth between the two. They're walking back COVID right now because people have had enough. So now they're bringing in climate. And then once people had enough of that, they'll bring COVID back in and then climate back in or some other disease. That's what they'll do. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But there's, yeah, there's useful idiots that don't actually know that it's a global cabal. It's a global cabal birthed in Davos, Switzerland by Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Along with the, the CCP, Xi Jinping and the CCP in collaboration with, cooperation with, in collusion with the CCP and the Democratic Party inside the United States and many of the establishment right-wing Republicans inside the United States, which aren't really right-wing, right-wing only in name, Rhino. They're all in this together. The ones who are in the know are all about using this to usher in a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. That's what this is really all about, is control. It's what, that's what COVID was about. That's what climate's about. And they have the same exact characteristics. They say this is a great threat to your life. You have Greta, Greta Thunberg just said, ecosystems are collapsing everywhere. Where? Where? Where, where is the ecosystem that's collapsed? Show it to me. I want to see the ecosystem collapse. Where? She said that her dreams were stolen. What dreams? What has she not been able to? She started spouting off. She's 14 in that video. It's got to be five, six years ago. She started spouting off. Then what dreams have been stolen from her? She spent the last five, six years going to school like every other kid. She not been able to breathe. 
He says, has she dropped dead because she's burned from ultraviolet sun rays? No. So how are dreams stolen? It's all lies. You're going to die from COVID. It's a 99.9% survival rate. What are you talking about? It's, you notice it's just the same exact narrative, just using a different vehicle. And what's it really all about? James, James Melville video, a reminder of the perils of a central banking digital, uh, digital currency. Now, what does that have to do with climate change? You'll see. Play it for me a little bit far-fetched and you might be thinking that this kind of authoritarian control over your money is not going to be anything that we'll see in the future. Unfortunately, this is already implemented in the world. In China, the government is already able to program what its citizens can and cannot spend their money on. Over the last few years, they've limited millions of people's ability to buy things like train tickets, passports and luxury goods. They're able to do this because of China's intense social credit system that links each person's identity and actions to their bank account. Account, allowing the government to see and to control everything a citizen does with their money. And it seems like the West is paying attention. In nations like Sweden, South Africa, and Canada, trials of programmable central bank currencies are already underway. In fact, almost half of the world's nations are at some stage of implementing this kind of programmable money, meaning no matter where in the world you live, this technology is likely only a few years away. Okay, so how does programmable money tie in with the personal carbon limit? Well, it all comes down to whether or not you've gone over your monthly usage and if you have there are two possible case scenarios for that. The most openly talked about penalty for a person going over their individual carbon limit is that they'd simply get charged for doing so. Just the same as what happens to large companies today. Taken too many car trips this month or bought a little bit too much meat? In that case you'd simply get a bill at the end of each month from your government so you can pay the price of being a naughty citizen. As your entire carbon usage would be tracked by a government CBDC there would be no way to hide how much carbon you've used. And since they now also hold the keys to your money, they won't even need to send you a bill for your excess usage. Potentially, they'll just automatically pull your fine from your bank account. Try to hang in there, those of you that are watching on Facebook. Facebook's deciding to be turd suckers tonight and take us down for doing absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever. They're just taking us down for whatever excuse that they can find. We rebuke you right now. Facebook in the name of Jesus. Knock it off, you demons, in the name of Jesus Christ. But if you look at that video right there, just an interesting, you know, a connection. A lot of people they don't they don't they don't connect the dots between you know what is how is climate change going to be used to control me? Well, one way, and there's there's many ways, and I don't have the time to deep dive into this right now. But one of them is what what she was saying on that video. Monthly usage. If you end up with a banking digital currency, what they call CB, I got it right here, CBDCS, which are banking digital currency, central banking digital currencies. We all need to memorize CBDC, CBDCs, central banking digital currencies. Joe Biden, right now, you saw the you saw the the map that she showed of various countries that are now rolling out different levels of trial in an action for these CBDCs. They're putting out, Joe Biden has just publicly announced that they are investigating a central banking digital currency. Now, once they, now again, they'll use COVID to control your money. You didn't get a vaccine, bank account shut off. If you have no cash, gold means nothing, then how are you going to get to work? That's how they leverage you into a one world commerce system. If you cash, you have no cash, cash means nothing. Gold means nothing. It's all digital currency. 
that is actually used by, by, that is actually, that you actually use by a QR code. Therefore, it's centralized, just like Facebook cutting us off tonight. They just cut us off because they're the ones that are controlling this. They don't have the lawful right to do that, by the way. I don't have time to get into that. But they don't have, sometime I will. They don't have the right to do that because they are a platform, not a publisher. They're actually violating federal law by cutting me off, by the way. But anyway, I digress. So what happens is when you want to actually use your, I want to keep using their verbiage. I've got to get it memorized. I will. You want to use your digital currency because cash means nothing. Now people are like, I'm going to hoard cash. Cash will mean nothing. I'm going to hoard gold. Gold will mean me nothing. I'm going to own a bunch of real estate. Well, that you'll sell and get more uh, digital currency. So you still won't be able to access it. You see how it works? So what, how the, what they'll do is, whether it's, you know what? We, you didn't get a vaccine, so you know what? No access to your, how are you going to go to work? How will you gas up your car to go to work if it's all digital currency and somebody can shut off your account at a moment's notice, just like Justin Trudeau and Christia Freeland did in Canada with the Freedom Convoy, just shut off people's accounts. If it's if people then would go, well, you know what they had? They had cash. That we had, now you have cash, but and, and an ever decreasing, a de, an ever devalued dollar. But yes, right now you have cash. I have cash. But what happens when cash does meaning? Well, I'm going to own a bunch of land. Okay. Well, how are you going to pay the tax bill? I've, I've thought about it. I'm kind of a closet prepper myself. I am. I'm always looking. I want to be able to run to the mountains. I was talking to Pastor Rodney Howard Brown about this on the phone the other day. And I was thinking, well, what good does it run? If I, owned, if I own property somewhere on some mountain peak, but yet I'm unable to pay its taxes, it can, it can be repossessed or whatever. I don't know what you call it when it's, when it's land. What do you call it? Repossession or I don't know. Yeah, just take it back reclaimed from the government because I didn't pay my tax on because they won't let me pay it because I'm not part of their digital currency system. See, that's what this is all about. That's what COVID's all about is to leverage you into a one world commerce system. If they can't do it with the vaccine, they'll do it with carbon emissions. You know, we decided that you're not vaccinated, your bank account's cut off. You use, you bought too much beef this month, your bank account's cut off. Or as she said, it'll probably start off with fines. But that's what it's all about, is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. That singular access point will be, for now, a QR code somewhere that will eventually be Revelation 13 and 14, a mark on your right hand or on your forehead, probably using quantum dot tattoo technology. It's hard to say that. Quantum dot uh, tattoo technology. That Bill Gates and Gavi MasterCard are currently working on right now, of course. All right, to move on. Clown World video. This is a great video. One of my favorites. This is. I'm not even. I'm not even going to explain it to you. But basically, it's Teslas and Honda generators. Play it for me. Is it? Is it a? Understand the problem. The car sometimes it runs out of gas, so you just got to put. No, there's a big problem. Tesla's an electric car, right? Yeah. Fully electric. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what the gas is for then. Well, because if you're fully out, you gotta you gotta charge it. Okay, juice it up. Sh show me what you mean. Let's pop. Where's the gas going to go? Show me. Basically, it goes in here. This is the wait. wait then 
that plugs into here and that plugs into there and then you're good to go it's a weird oh system oh my that... gosh is that a gasoline generator this that's how you get the electricity to drive <laughs> you got a honda powered tesla you're going bro you could have gotten a honda and you could have just saved all of this and you'd 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 be done you're going to need a gas i tried to tell you no 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 no. this is not it this is the weirdest nobody has ever run a tesla off of gasoline like this before all right well get this thing out and let's charge it up you're going babe he's going to charge his electric car with gasoline from a honda so how are we getting freed from fossil fuels let's look at this example so a tesla and I'm not just picking on Teslas, but so a Tesla gets charged by coal power, primarily coal power, if not natural gas, if not oil. So a Tesla receives its charge. This is you have to actually explain this to liberals. There's one or two watching. So how does your Tesla get charged? You know, when you plug it into the wall, all that power that goes into your car and charges that cadre of batteries. That would be fossil fuels that are enabling electricity to exist that charge your batteries. So you got that. So the initial charge comes from fossil fuels. If your electric charge, which was given to you, which was supplied by fossil fuels. So if your initial charge supplied by fossil fuels runs out, then you need a generator, which is supplied by fossil fuels to recharge your car or run your car with it plugged into the generator. So how is it that fossil fuels have been eliminated? Only the globalist left could could pimp and whore this narrative. Only they could do it. Because it makes absolutely no sense, it's illogical, and it's nonsensical, so it has to be nefarious. Wearing a mask that cannot stop a viral infection, cannot stop COVID-19, cannot stop the flu, Cannot stop any flu bug or COVID bug. Cannot do it. Cannot stop a COVID particle. But you wear a mask anyway, and you're forced to wear a mask. You receive social or peer pressure to wear a mask. And it's all illogical. Doctors running around, all these doctors wearing masks, knowing that it doesn't do a daggum thing, that it cannot strain a virus. Can't strain it from coming out. Can't strain it from coming in. See, it's all the same spirit. But you will act like you're doing something. You have an electric car that's charged by fossil fuels. If it dies, you use a generator full of fossil fuels to then charge it again using the fossil fuels from inside the generator. And then you claim that you are ridding the world's reliance on fossil fuels. Do you see it's all the exact same thing? If it's nonsensical and it's illogical, there has to be something nefarious behind it. You want to see somebody who's galactically stupid? Watch this video. Play it for me. When I asked... Well, just a moment, Alice. You've been speaking for most of the night. When I... When, when I... When I asked Tanya Plibersek... We'll fact-check that one for you. Yes. When I asked Tanya Plibersek... Was the deputy leader of the Labor Party and the potential deputy prime minister was carbon dioxide the big issue in relation to climate change? And she said yes. I then said, well, that being the case, what percentage of the atmosphere is made up of carbon dioxide? And she said, I don't know. And I said, hang on, you don't know what percentage of the atmosphere is carbon dioxide, and yet you're prepared to stand the economy on its head to address a problem, the detail of which you don't know. 
So when I then explain that the percentage of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, Alice, is how much? Alice, how much of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere? To answer Alice? the question, Scott Morrison has said he's using climate much? change Alice, and that he much? wants to do something about Alice, it. Alice, how much carbon dioxide is the problem? How much carbon dioxide is there in the atmosphere? I'm not a scientist. Too much. I don't oh. know. I'm, I'm a Well, hang on. If you're going to argue the case, you ought to know. It's 0.04 of a percent. And of that 0.04 of a percent, human beings around the world create 3 percent. And of that 3 percent, Australia creates 1.3 percent. So for the 1.3 percent of 3 percent of 0.04 percent, we then decide to have a national economic suicide. Alan, now, Alan, you're Alan, Alan to... I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy Please, for you to have made that point. Which... Don't you notice it's always the exact same spirit? Earlier when we had Congressman Bishop question the Democratic Party congressman who said that you had a officer beaten bludgeoned to death, he was asked, which officer? And the, and, and the question was answered with another question. Are you saying that you don't believe that any officer was killed on 1-6? You don't believe that there was 138 officers that were injured on 1-6? Never answered the question at all. This woman is asked, how, you know, you believe all this. You're the one who's espousing all of this. It's just like I remember when Bernie Sanders was doing a debate on Fox News. It was a primary debate, so it's Democrat on Democrat. And he was asked about, why is it that you as a socialist own three houses? Three house Bernie. And he starts to talk about, well, well, Donald Trump does this and Donald Trump does it. Donald Trump's not espousing socialism. You are, so why are you not living a socialist life? Donald Trump espouses capitalism. He lives a rich capitalist life. You as Bernie Sanders live a rich capitalist life while you, while you espouse socialism. This girl, she's espousing that everybody needs to limit their carbon footprint, monox, uh, carbon dioxide or CO2 emissions. They, she, everybody needs to limit their CO2 emissions. So you must have, what is, what's the proper amount of CO2 in the atmosphere? She has no idea how much CO2 actually exists in the atmosphere. She has no idea. But yes, for, so she has no idea what causes damage she has no idea what, what level of CO2 causes damage, but yet wants to stipulate to everybody how much CO2 they can emit. How does this make it, again, illogical, nonsensical, so there has to be nefarious, nefarious, the, nef the nefarious, nefarious motive, the nefarious agenda is to leverage you. Is if, if they close all the small businesses and you can only go to Walmart for food, that's it then you see you've been leveraged, right? And how did that happen during COVID-19? Is that happening with ESG scores around the globe? 60% of all COVID businesses that were closed during COVID will never open again. You've heard me say that 500 times over the last two and a half years. It's all leveraged. If, if the only place to buy gas is at Walmart, the Walmart owns everything or Amazon. The only place to buy anything is Amazon or Walmart. And the only way to buy it is digital currency then you are easily controlled. If you have to plug your car into the wall, into a grid, from an ESG-controlled FPL, that's Florida Power and Light, which I'm not saying they are, I'm just using that as an example. If you have to, if you have to get your power, you can no longer just go to a gas station and fill up your car whenever you want, using cash or credit or debit. You can just go whenever you want. That's freedom. But if you have to get that power off of the grid from an ESG-controlled company that has to hire this many transgenders, has to hire this many Hispanics, has to hire this many white, white women, has to hire this many black women, who cares about white men, of course, 
and they are controlled by a government, then they're going to do what the government tells them. Well, you know, the government says, you know what? We've decided that everybody who calls themselves a Republican is an insurrectionist. Oh, this will never happen. They're debanking everybody right now. Trying to be Winchester Firearms Company and have, have a bank. They're doing this. The conservatives are being cut off of PayPal right now. Happening every day. It's leveraging you into a one-world commerce system, which is why we have to have a parallel economy. We have to have our own banking. We have to have our own Walmart. We have to have our own movies, our own restaurants that are not controlled by the climate narrative, by the COVID narrative, by the globalist WEF narrative. We have to have it. Or they can just cut you off. I'll just, I'll just store cash. They were go- they're going to, you ever read the Bible? That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's going to happen. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. It's going to happen. And a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark, on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is being poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. And they shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Then I looked and behold, I saw a white cloud and on the cloud sat one like the Son of Man. And on his head there was a golden crown and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, saying, crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, thrust in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. That's the rapture of the church. You must stand. You must stand now. If you want your kids, if you want grandkids, you want your kids to have kids, you must stand now. I'm not talking about violence, Facebook. I'm talking about not being afraid to say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done and stand when you are called to stand. Not putting a mask on, not pimping vaccines, not whoring vaccines because you're afraid of the societal consequences of not doing it. Or you're afraid of the societal consequences of of doing things that you're supposed to be doing. You're afraid of the societal consequences of saying the things that need to be said. That woman is a woman. That man is a man. I don't care what they want to be called. You must stand now. It won't be, well, I'm just going to always have cash. or I'm I'm going to go buy property and hide out there. You think you can't. You have to stand now. Nice guy Christianity it never should have existed. Obfuscation Christianity, truth avoidance Christianity, 
avoiding difficult truths, Christianity, not calling sin, sin, Christianity, never, that's what I call nice guy Christianity, never should have existed. The wicked shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. You ever read Psalm chapter 5, verses 1 through 7? Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. Thou shalt destroy the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Do you hear what he said? There's no, there's no obfuscating. There's, there's no avoiding Bible verses and telling people, you know what, you're fine when you're not fine. If somebody's sinning, you need to tell them. If they're masking, you need to tell them they're ridiculous. If they're a man dressing up as a woman, you need to call him a man. Nice guy Christianity has never stood the test of the Almighty God. Has never stood the test of the judgment of God. For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. It's time for Christians to be Christians. It's time for us to stand. The world depends on us standing. Back here, Saturday night, don't miss it. 55 minutes of fury. Don't miss it now. Seriously, make sure that you're here. Love you all. Thanks for sticking with us tonight through Facebook shenanigans. I appreciate all of you. Love you all. See you Saturday night. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom and victory in Jesus' mighty name. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.